Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. from live in-game betting prompts and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now Bet Online is where the game starts. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bills podcast. I'm Justice General Radford, and of course, I got the legend in two games with me, Mookie Hawkins, in the building. What's going on, Coach? How you feeling tonight, man? I'm pretty good. I can't complain, you know. Getting ready for our championship game on Friday, so, you know. Close and close. Congratulations on that. Uh, and at least you have that to distract you uh, from the garbage that the Buffalo Bills have been putting on the field. Um <laughs> They take a loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. I was talking big stuff. I was talking crazy. Like, I had uttered the utmost faith in this team, and <clears throat> it just went up there and embarrassed me, honestly. 18-24, um, to 24, I don't think the score really told the tale of the game. Um, it was like a perfect storm of just negativity, like just, just things not going the Bills' way. Um, penalties, uh, lack thereof penalties and, you know, missed calls and, um, you know, some, some maybe questionable coaching decisions and, um, you know, the complimentary football aspect of it wasn't very good at all. Um, what was the biggest issue for the team as to why they couldn't pull off the win on Sunday? Um, I don't know. I guess because I'm going to say – one, they couldn't get any, they couldn't they couldn't get Cincinnati off the field on third down. Uh, Joe Burrow was able to extend drives with his legs, and uh, you know that proved to be you know the Bills' demise. I mean, I think they were like just about fifty percent on third down and converting uh, Cincinnati. Where, and majority of the time it was Burrow using his legs to, you know, extend those drives, especially in crucial moments of the game where easily could have got Cincinnati off the field there. Um, two, offense really, you know, fizzled at the wrong moments of the game. Um, you know, Josh, he, he threw the interception, but it really didn't have an effect on the game other than it um, – gave Cincinnati time of possession. It, it, it kept uh, 
the Bills' defense, uh, a banged-up defense, you know, out there on the field longer than it should have been. Um, you know, so, yeah, complimentary football did not, you know, go the Bills' way. Um, they're five and four right now, and you know they gotta they gotta get some things tightened up. Cause right now, this team is not in the playoffs. Uh, the playoffs ended today. The Buffalo Bills will not be in it, and you know, for a team to be coming off of three straight divisional, you know, championship titles, not to be making the playoffs is uh, not heard of in Bills country at this point. So. Um, yeah, they definitely got some things they need to address and tighten up and, and fix ASAP before Monday night. So <clears throat> I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about all the hot topics in uh, the, the Bills community over the last few days. <laughs> and um, there seems to be a, a, a very uh, large community of people calling for Coach Dorsey's job, Coach McDermott's job too, but I think that's a little unrealistic. Um, but coaches, Coach Dorsey's job—I uh, don't know if I would call that necessarily unrealistic, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Um, th- this offense has now gone five straight games with twenty-five points or less, and in the twenty-five point uh, output they gave the. They lost the game to the New England Patriots. And they gave up 29 points. This offense has looked really, really bad. And and it hasn't even looked bad. It's just not been able to put points on the board. It look, it's so weird. It's like it's like a, a fine offense, but then they just stall out. They they don't put points on the board. They can't get into plus territory. And that goes back to what we were talking about with uh, complimentary football. If you can't get into plus territory, you're not helping your defense out. Um and it, it it just they just they look I don't even know how to explain it. It's like they you can tell that there's talent there. You can tell that they're moving the ball fine, you know, they can do all the things, but then it's just like <clears throat> they refuse to go for it on fourth and short. Um and they then other times there's a turnover, a fumble, or a random interception or something. Um drop has like it, it's just one thing or another with this offense. Um what what do you think could be some of the the remedies to fix it, or, or you know some of the, the main problems? Well, this team lacks balance. I've been saying for the past five weeks the Bills need to get back to being more balanced. When they were more balanced, they were more of an unstoppable team. In the past five weeks, where you catered to throwing the throwing the ball, you know, predominantly. You've been in dogfights. Um, you know, when you've made a point of emphasis to run the football, Josh, way more efficient. Uh, offenses ran way more smoother. And, you know, you, you get an opportunity to see complimentary football. Uh, you can't get complimentary football if you don't have a balanced attack. And the Bills have not had a balanced attack since Miami's Dolphins game. So, you know, basically, you know, that's really one of the reasons why, you know, this offense is sputtering because, you know, the, you know, lack of running the football when you need to be running the football, short yard situations, um, you know, we should be at least trying to be physical at some point, especially in short yard situations. Again, Latavius Murray is 6'3", 230 pounds. 
Um, you should be at least trying to run the ball with that guy. You know, um, he can't get a yard. He can't get two yards. It's a, it's a big guy. It's a big running back, the biggest running back in the NFL you have on your roster. You're not utilizing right. Um, you know, we just picked up Leonard Fournette. Uh, here's a guy that, you know, that kid can, can do both. He's a, he's a Latavius Murray and a James Cook all in one player. You mean to tell me, you know, he's not, he's only going to touch the ball four or five times a game. When you look at the ratio run pass, especially this last game, Bills threw the ball 38 times and ran the ball eight times, eight times. That is not enough for your running backs to get going in any shape, form or fashion of a football game. Um, eight carries between two running backs. That's uh, that's not going to cut it, you know, and you make yourself one dimensional and, you know, that's like, it's like, uh, you know, cutting your own heart out. Basically, um, you, you, you're not using an element or your offense that you should be using and it's affecting your offense because you refuse not to use it. Um, why are you not using your running backs? Your running backs are, are not even a part of this offense. Um, you're just throwing the ball all over the yard. You're not even throwing it to the running backs. Um, Josh is not checking down to the running backs when he should be checking down to the running backs. Uh, there's been several uh, instances in uh, Sunday's night game where you know the running back is available for him to check down, and Josh either would force the ball up the field or he would scramble and you know try to get some yards there sometimes you know he wasn't able to and sometimes he was able to uh get some positive gains using his legs but running back is extinct in his offense no matter what it is whether it's running or passing the running game has been extinct the past five years and that has been one of the main issues of why this offense is struggling. Uh, yeah. One of the main issues is the why the offense is struggling. Um, <clears throat> Gabriel Davis didn't have a single catch on Sunday. And I, I, I thought it would be interesting to kind of go see what his market value would be um, in per spot track. Uh, he is worth about, let's say, $11 million, $11.4 million a year. Um, mm-hmm. So you're looking at a four-year, $44, $45 million contract. And um, is that something you think that he is, like, living up to or that he's worth, or is that something he could command on the market, like, based on the way that he uh, has produced this season so far? Well, based upon the numbers that he's had in the past three years, and you comparing them to um, wide receivers who uh, have those like type numbers, that's the type of money that they're getting right now. So has Gabe earned that? Of course he has. Um, it just seems so much of a lot of money into, um, I guess you can say, inconsistent production. Um, but all that is from the offensive coordinator. The production is down because the play calling is down. Um, um, everything is down because the offensive coordinator, he, he, he lacks some things. 
this offense lacks creativity. This this offense lacks play design. And, you know, it's for the, the this playbook to be called complicated, it looks rather basic, you know, you know, on game day. So I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around why this offense is so complicated but looks so basic on game day. Um you know, so all this stuff really points to the offensive side, the inexperience of the offensive coordinator. Uh, Josh Allen really can't evolve as an elite passer uh, because of, you know, the play calling um, and the play design, the lack of creativity. You mean to me, third and seven, our best play is an option route? Like, we're throwing an option route on third and seven, and – it's a miscommunication on top of that. Like, you know, how is there a miscommunication on third and seven when we need this this seven yards to keep this driver line? This is a crucial moment of the game, and we're not on the same page. You know, that's just a that just lets you know right then and there a prime example on where this offense is. Third and seven, my quarterback and receiver isn't on the same page. And on top of that, we get an intentional grounding penalty that takes us out of field goal range. Why would the referees think that, you know, the Bills were just trying to get rid of the ball? That just lets you know. And the refs, the refs, they call the game as they see fit, right? That just lets you know the refs were thinking that Josh Allen was just trying to get rid of the football. That's he wasn't under any imminent pressure. He wasn't under any pressure. He, he thought that Gabe Davis was going, 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 going vertical, and he threw the ball as such. But the Bills play so much of a a soft style of offense that the referees probably thought that Josh was just getting rid of the ball and gave him an intentional grounding penalty. You know, I mean, something like that should be, you know, challenged and reviewed. But since it's not, and the referees is, is making that judgment, that's what I felt like the rece- the, the, the the officials were thinking that Ron Johnson's trying to get rid of the ball, uh, you know, because he's under the rest, and, you know, they're not playing aggressive enough, whatever the case. This offense, you know, is playing passive-aggressive. And that's why probably the referees figured that that was intentional grounding because they're not doing <laughs> enough to be aggressive, you know, offensively. Um, and that's the only reason I could figure out why that would happen. Why would that be the call on third and seven? Uh, you would figure that, you know, the Bills would have much or more better play dialed up for third and seven in a crucial moment of the football game. Now, I've seen them convert many and many uh, third downs. They're one of the best in the league when it comes to converting third downs. But in these big moments, the Bills offense has really hasn't showed up in big moments where they need to be showing up. And in years past, they have. But as of late, this offense has not been you know, rising to that occasion. And with the weapons that you have, there should not be a reason for you not to convert on third and seven. You, you should have a better play card uh, for third and seven other than an option route. Um, 
on third and seven. Um, I'm, I, that call right there, just, uh, it's a head scratcher. Then, you know, you know, make it so bad, it, you get the penalty and they take you out of field goal range that you could have used definitely later on in the game having those three points, uh, you know, to prove to be a factor. Because if you figure the Bills kick a field goal, they get that extra point. They're only down three right now rather than six. So they could have easily tried to, you know, next possession, got in the field goal range and possibly tied it with a field goal. You never know how the scenarios to turn out, you know, towards the end. But you can't leave things out there. And the Bills have been leaving a lot of things out there offensively past five weeks. And, you know, they still have yet to figure that out. I mean, they started out getting the tempo going. Uh, you know, they came right back after Cincinnati scored, came right down and scored no problem. Then they changed the tempo, citing field position. Um, I didn't understand that neither. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Stop. Y'all put out your own fire because y'all wanted to run something different in certain field for certain certain field positions. I didn't. Certain certain styles of offense is what he said. Yeah. Certain styles of offense, right. Certain styles of offense. I didn't get that right there. I didn't get that right there. You, you, you went right down and, and, and scored like it was no problem. You should have stayed with that same formula, created that same rhythm, but you come out and you're running the ball so basic to the point where, you know, you force yourself to, you know, in the third long situation and you off the field. Like, it seems like when the Bills run the ball, they don't really care about, moving the ball you know they just calling the run plays just to say okay we're calling run plays instead yeah. of trying to you know call a run play that's going to be uh effective you know to keep the, the chains moving to be ahead of the sticks we're just calling we're just going to run james cook up the middle right here uh just to say that we're running the football all right let's just run it again so you know shut them up oh now it's third and and, and eight okay we could go back to throwing the ball and you don't convert you're off the field. Just as simple as that. And that's been a big problem in this offense. Big yeah. Problem. Or or a run play where, you know, you run a, a run a, a certain run play two or three times if you find some some success there, then you come with the play action off of it. Like some some kind of plan of action, like some type of point of attack. I, I feel like that's been the Bills offense just in general. It's kind of been just randomness like random play calling no rhyme or reason for why what's being called is being called um at least not in terms of like okay you know they're both their safeties are injured and they got you know three rookies back there in secondary or something we're going to attack them deep or whatever the case may be it doesn't really seem like there's any real point of attack it's just like maybe this play will work and you know run it like <laughs> you know I, I don't know it's just that's what it feels like watching it um, but what it also feels like when watching, especially from the outside looking in for us fans, is um, they, they look really defeated. They, they look just unmotivated a lot of times. And for you, you know, you get to be in the locker room with those guys and, and talk to them uh, personally, face to face. Is is that the is that the vibe you get? Is that the energy that you get from the players as as like just unmotivated and defeated as they look? On the, on the field and in the press conferences? Um, nah, I, I don't get that feeling. I, I don't, they don't, they don't, they don't feel defeated or anything like that. It's just that, you know, 
I guess, you know, the disappointment factor sets in because of the expectation, again, with this team, um, you know, being a Super Bowl caliber team. But here it in, you're dealing with so many injuries that's enabling you right now to be that type of team. And, and it sucks, you know, that you're dealing with those type of injuries because if Matt Milano, Tredavious White, Daquan Jones was out there right now, this build defense will still be kicking on all cylinders. they still be one of the top five defenses in the NFL. I mean, you won't be really having this conversation. Who really cares about how the offense is sputtering right now if, you know, Matt Milano or Trey White and Daquan Jones were still be in the lineup? So um, it is what it is. And, you know, the Bills are definitely faced with an injury bug. Uh, they still got some more issues. Dane Jackson went down. Christian Benford is dealing with uh, a, a, a hamstring injury. Micah Hyde has been nicked up. Uh, he didn't return after developing a stinger uh, after uh, Sunday night's game. He did not return. Um, and you got Terrell Bernard, who's still in concussion protocol. So, um, yeah, we definitely got, you know, some banged up bills on the defensive side. And that's where, you know, you should see the offense picking up the slack a little bit more, running the ball, keeping that inexperienced defense right now off the field so, you know, they can get rest and, you know, you can keep that other offense out there on the sideline. Uh, so they need to figure that out. If they don't run the ball, the Bills continue to, you know, think that this is the formula. Uh, you know, Josh is efficient, but something is still lacking in this offense. Josh throwing the ball 40 times obviously isn't enough that's going to win you a football game. He's efficient and, and you know, he's getting his numbers, but you're not winning. You know, I remember when, you know, when, when they were on a three-game winning streak, you know, someone asked Josh a question about, you know, how he's playing, and he said it was kind of boring. So I don't understand. You, you, what do you want? You want you want to be boring and be uh, efficient as all hell with and, 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 and winning football games to, okay, yeah, we're throwing the ball all over the yard when we're struggling to win games. So I'm not sure which one is Josh is happy with right now at this point. Um, but I'm quite sure he would rather uh, be boring stacking W's right now at this point than, you know, the other way around. I can tell you that for sure. So um, everything still just points to this offense right now, Justice. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> a lot of injuries on the defense. Ah, man, the, the way Matt Milano and Daquan Jones were playing, they were both playing at all pro levels. Um, and it sucks to, to have those guys out for an extended period of time. Um, but I don't think I don't think the defense has been playing badly. I, I really do think that if you consider all things with the injuries and then the lack of reduction from the offense and the offense just putting them in awful positions, um, I feel like they've been holding their own quite a bit. Uh, there's been a few issues with like, <clears throat> you know, late game letting you know some quarterbacks kind of drive down the field, and I will, I will definitely hold them accountable for that. But as far as just controlling a game and making sure that a team doesn't just like boat race you, they they've been rather effective. Like even the Cincinnati offense, the game looked like Cincinnati was in full control, but the Bills were never really out of it, which I think says a lot. I think it says a lot about the Bills. It's like 
even when we play bad, we still have a great opportunity to beat most teams. And it's absolutely insane because it's just like, what is preventing you guys from, from doing what's necessary? But uh, let's go ahead and finish off on a positive note. Ricky tight end, Dawson King, Dalton Kincaid, looked absolutely spectacular. He did have the fumble, but outside of that fumble, that boy is looking nice. Um, what are you know? What are people thinking about him in the locker room and uh, around the Bills community? Well, man, it's super duper love for Dalton. I mean, he did have the hiccup with the fumble, and that's something he have to learn to deal with. Um, you know, Jermaine Pratt just made a play. You know, he, he made a play on the ball, and you know Dawson was being flipped upside down in the air, and the ball was exposed, and the guy punched it out. He made the play, uh, you know, against the rookie there. So, other than that, Don Kincaid has been performing quite well the past couple of weeks, but again, it's still not enough to win bar games. You know, Dorsey talked about getting in his twelve personnel. And we're not in 12 personnel. You bring David Edwards in the game, and we're still not running the football. You're bringing in Lyman and, and, and making him eligible, and I don't see too many run plays, you know, when I'm out there. You're passing the football uh, with a guy who's ineligible that you know that you're not going to throw a pass to. So, again, the lack of creativity. Um, you know, you can put uh, – you can put – Latavius Smith to, I mean, excuse me, Latavius Murray to be the, you know, the next tight end. Or you have a fullback that you could put in that in that situation. Be a little bit more creative with your personnel that you have um, to still be who you are. The Bills haven't been in 12 personnel in quite a while, you know, and I feel that it still shouldn't be an excuse because of the injuries that you're dealing with that you still be shouldn't be creative enough to – make up for it and you know again it's the inexperience of the play caller that's stymieing this offense um certain passes and certain calls in certain situations just don't add up to you know why this team is sputtering at the right at the wrong moments teams aren't playing josh allen teams are playing ken dorsey because um, they understand what ken dorsey wants to do and likes to do and they're not going to allow him to do that and they just want to keep he just want to keep throwing the ball all over the yard you know and hoping Josh can rip rip some good get some rip some good passes here and there um it, i mean again i can't stress it more than enough that the inexperience of the play caller is one of the reasons why this bills offense is struggling it's one of the reasons why this offense can't get in rhythm is one of the reasons why this team doesn't have lacks identity. You know, this this roster has been together for over four years. Majority of these guys on this 53-man roster has been together for more than over four years. There's no reason for you not to have an identity at this point. Um, there's no reason for uh, the offense not to be a little bit more prolific than what it needs to be with the with the weapons that they do have. Um, so I don't know. Everything's really is just pointing to this offensive side and, um, I'm not sure how they, well, I'm sure how they get better, but are the Bills going to do it? <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Are the Bills going to just say, screw it and 
make a point of emphasis of running the football. We know that this Bills team can throw the ball with the best of them. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. We know that by far. But how about, you know what, I, I just want to wake up and let's just punch this team in the mouth because, you know, I just feel like we need, just need to punch this team in the mouth and just run the ball. I know who we are. We're a passing team. But this week, I, I, I want to just punch this team in the mouth. I want to run the football down their throat and uh, set up my play action to do it. When are the Bills are going to do that? It's, 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 it's nine weeks into the season, and you have not made a point of emphasis of running the football. The entire game, they have not one time made a point of emphasis of running the football. Now, last year, some games they did, you know, and when they did do it, you saw complimentary football. All right? I'm trying to tell you, trust me on this one, when the Bills run the football, you see complimentary football at its best with this team. It's been extinct the past five games because they refuse to make a point of emphasis of running the football. Dawson Knox is bomb, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, they refuse to run the football. And Don Kincaid is bombing. Don Kincaid is bombing. James Cook has looked really good. I kid. Can't really imagine why they don't want to run the football. Latavius Murray has looked really good for that matter. I, and then I I imagine Leonard Fournette comes in and, and does his thing as well. So, um, wow. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a tough week for Ken Dorsey. Um, and that's going to be something that he has to, to maneuver through. But something has to give uh, for this offense. But I am very, very – Excited to see Dalton Kincaid here in Buffalo for the next however many years. Um, and I think that he's going to be a huge asset. And to be able to have a bona fide wide receiver, you know, one or two or whatever the case may be, at a tight end salary, I feel like it's going to be uh, very, very uh, positive for us in the future. But uh, that is going to do it for us here at Believe in Bills. Yeah, Bills have these next couple of days off. They pick back up on Thursday. Getting ready for Monday night, baby. So Bills are five and four. Do you believe? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now, use our promo code BELIEF50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now, Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.